A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode, where today we are joined by a lady from Colorado in the United States of America, a lady by the name of Janice Veach. Janice, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. I'm happy to be here and, and joining you today. Excellent. So uh, listeners, what we thought we'd talk about today, Janice and I, was something few simple words uh, aren't all words simple until you try and attach a meaning to them sometimes but we thought we'd talk about we are ascending to the fifth dimension janice what does that even mean we are ascending to the fifth dimension well in our time space reality that we live in now it is the third dimension right and um, there's many dimensions. There's even, uh, you know, 12 is what people talk about, but there's even many more than that. But the third dimension has been what we've been living through in this dense form, learning our lessons, learning uh, about our emotional bodies, uh, our belief systems, our thought patterns and working on ourselves, working on these um, parameters for quite a long time. Um, now, and in the fourth dimension, which many people have already ascended the fourth dimension, that is when you've kind of mastered those lessons and you have that felt sense in your body of wisdom of what you've learned through the third dimension. So it's really embodying that in wisdom. And then the fifth dimension, again, as we go higher in dimensions, it's more energy, less matter. So it's less dense, it's higher, more light. And the fifth dimension is creating with thoughts and intentions um, and creating the world in which we want to live and be together in. And many people, have already ascended to the fifth dimension. Um, and it's just a matter of getting enough of the population ascending and aware that will allow the, uh, all of humanity to ascend to that dimension. Okay, so why is it important for us, Janice? I mean, you've kind of half answered that question inadvertently by what you've said but you know let's let's kind of make this really simple um, because th this may be or may not it's not for me to judge a concept that some people don't quite understand so I want to try and make it um, you know as simple as we can so you know why is it important is that you know what is the massive significance for us to be if I can play a little bit of uh, devil's advocate here Janice and say you know, become 5D. Why is that important? Oh, um, well, for evolutionary purposes too, as if we don't evolve, then we don't 
transform and change and we don't, you know, we have the, the um, prospect of, you know, losing everything, I guess, so to speak. And there's, you know, different timelines in the world. And one of the timelines that we work to change is the annihilation of our entire planet and the human species. Um, that is, uh, so it's of utmost importance that we all work on ourselves individually to evolve. Because once we work on ourselves individually, that becomes a collective, you know, as above, so below, as within, so without. We change ourselves, we change our frequency, we elevate our frequencies for humanity. Mm. Um, otherwise, you know, if we don't ascend, we don't keep working towards evolving the way that our planet tends to repeat the same mistakes over and over. Uh, it could be the third world war. It could be, you know, mass destruction. Um, so it's, it's an, it's kind of a, a game of life, so to speak. Mm, I like that. It's a game of life. So as you alluded to then, Janice, the, the 4D is the mastery of 3D. Is there a, is, am I assuming, rightly or wrongly, that 6D then is the mastery of 5D? Or am I being too simplistic? No, I think that's spot on. Um, that's my understanding as far as I know uh, that I've... Uh, that is, I think that is spot on. And then the, you know, the seventh dimension is more light work and more, you know, going to, I don't quite understand it yet. I, I, I can be in the fifth dimension quite a bit and I'm learning it. So I haven't mastered it yet, but then, but it's, but it's fun to look forward to the seventh dimension. Um, as being more light mm. and more, I foresee it being more telepathic communications, more holograms, more um, being able to see the world as a hologram all at once. Fascinating, fascinating. So with this whole dimensional um, aspect of, of, of life then, Janice, so, okay, so, do we do we fluctuate between these various levels? Because one of the examples that I often use is that we go through life it's, as a journey, we change we change through different gears. You know, I use the the metaphor of a car. You know, sometimes on an open freeway, you know, the hood's down and we the um, you know we'll be driving along and everything's kind of fast rolling and we're in top gear and everything's great, but then you know, there might be a traffic jam or an accident where we've got to slow down and back up a bit. And we might even have to put the car in reverse. Is that example the same for us as humans, Janice? You know, do we change gears from, you know, maybe five to four, go down as, as you know, into three? Is there a lower gear than 3D, for example? Is there a 2D or 1D? You know, is, is that an appropriate metaphor or is it totally not appropriate? 
I think it's an, a totally appropriate metaphor. I look at it as a spiral, as a spiral is, um, you know, kind of the unit of life. Uh, as we learn and progress, we just move up a another rung on the spiral and it's continually, um, you know, we're still faced with whatever lessons we're here to learn for our soul uh, evolution. And sometimes those lessons, yeah, put us backwards. Um, so yes, we go, we go, I don't, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I don't feel like we go back to the second and the first dimension uh, now, but I do feel like we fluctuate between the third and the fourth and the fifth now. Mm. And I'm sure there's other higher beings that are fluctuating even on the higher dimensions. Uh, that's just not my reality at this point, but. Um, so, but, we're, but we have our foundations on the, first dimension, which is grounding in the second dimension, which is trust and faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, So can we not move up, in, up through the gears then? So you just mentioned the, like, the trust and faith of the second one, Janice. Does it follow then that we cannot be in, you know, as a 3D until we've kind of moved up? You know, do we literally have to move through the gears? So we need that... Um, you know that that um, that trust in place, for example, that faith in place, before we can go even move up to three D. Um, you know, is it sequential? Is it like a stepping stone? Or yet again, am I oversimplifying this? I think it's you know because we. I'm not sure. I think it's sequential and non-sequential, you know, much like living in all the dimensions at one time, all the times that you've ever lived in one time are here right now. I think these dimensions are the same. We have an innate knowledge inside of us of the higher dimensions. Our higher wisdom knows what that means. If we don't know it in um, our physical bodies right now, we do inside your higher wisdom does you can connect with that and have a knowing and because everything you need to know you already have inside you it's just a matter of reawakening or awakening and then reawakening and remembering so how do we reawaken then janice well it, it starts with a personal practice. Uh, uh, I've been through, I've been involved with a couple of mystery schools. It's diving in, for me, it was diving into yoga first, which put me on my spiritual path, and then expanding that to more esoteric teachings. And just, it starts with the question about why are we here? <laughs> why mm -hmm. are we here? Um, and looking for answers and that's how it, I started and being aware and question, you know, it's questioning what you see in the narrative that's out, out and around. It's, it's looking at your belief systems and your thoughts 
your emotions and where do they come from? Mm. Are they really in tune with my divine self? Are they, or is it a construct that comes from society or from something else that's overlaid on top and then we have to uncover uh, and search out you know, our dharmic path, our soul purpose. Why are you here? Why are you here? What is your soul mission? We all chose to come here at this time. So it's an incredibly important time to be here on this planet right now. And what is your mission here on earth? It's really important to, to find that and connect with that. Uh, and then it just kind of the energy, the energy just comes and then you, you, it just unfolds and you're living your life's purpose. And it's like you're lit up from the inside out and you're in flow with universal flow and you're doing what you're meant to be doing. I had a little smile there, listeners, as Janice was saying, those uh, four immortal, immortal, even immortal. Why are we here? That always brings in for me that, that age-old question, who am I? There's a very mm -hmm. close relationship with those two questions, Janice, isn't there? Who am I? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm. And that, and, you know, I do meditation every day, yoga practice, and uh, and I ask myself, you know, what do I need to know to keep moving forward on my path? And I ask for assistance from my ascension guides or uh, to help. So we need to ask to be given um, for them to help you as well. Yeah. The, what... And I love the simplicity of life, Janice, as you probably did news by now. So I'm always trying to distill things down into its most um, simplistic form, really. So mm -hmm. for me, that who you know, that why am I here? Very simply, is to leave the world a better place. It's it's kind of passing through in this what we know as a human body, having the human experience. And to, you know, so how will I do that? Or how will I contribute to leave the world a better place? For me, my top three values, and they stand head and shoulders above everything else. It's about learning. It's about loving. And it's about legacy. And so learning lessons and learning those lessons to then understand that love is really all there is. The other's just stuff. And we do, obviously, as humans, get trapped in this fear, this, this paralysis of fear and, and the, you know, this thing that we've got, this beautiful thing that we've got called a mind and how that holds us captive and prisoner. So for this whole thing for me of the three L's, my top three values, is about learning these lessons and then choosing love, consciously choosing love as a way forward and that obviously brings in the forgiveness as well and the gratitude 
And then when we've learned those lessons, have come from a place of love and pass that love on, that passing on that love for me, Janice, creates a legacy. And so when we depart this, this physical body in the old sort of three score 10 um, model paradigm, blimey, I hope that's not the case. I've only got another 10 years if that's the case, um, but I know it's not the case. Um, does that, yet yeah, again, does that give some context to what we're talking about? But I ask the question again, Janice, am I oversimplifying it? No, I think it's very simple. It's connecting with, as you say, love for me. And it has, everything comes down to that. It's a frequency, it's an energy, it's universal flow, it's the God force. It's, it, when you break everything down, it comes down to that, to the frequency. Um, and, you know, as... Part of our goal is to get to that point where you can look as at everyone as one, as unity, and know that the other person is you, and that the energy that goes through you that that beats your heart is the same energy that beats my heart and that beats everybody's heart. And that energy goes through us and around us and in us all the trees and everything. Um, so it is as simple as love and now, for me, my part of my mission is working with the planet to heal the planet. And that's part of the legacy part for me. The learning is so important because you have to have a foundation and, and you have to have some knowledge to start with and to go and seek because it is in the seeking that you learn, right? Um, and then it is in the giving that you receive. And then you can go out and take that and do really wonderful things in the world. Uh, and, and right now what's being called for is, at least for me, is to work on the planet and the trees specifically, and to go and infuse light codes and source codes into areas of the world where hatred is, and to shield the trees, and to create love, unity, and freedom within the shield, and then these tree, and then the trees will, through the root system, spread that around the world, and then the in an effort to wake up humans to not hate and to find love. Fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So if somebody was to say to you, Janice, you know, well, like I just said, fascinating. 
but where do I start with all this? Uh, what, what, you know, you know, my life is, and this is this is something that listeners within my work is um, within my professional work, I, I get I get leveled quite a lot. That Paul, it's all right for you to talk about that, but you don't understand my world. It's full of darkness, and you know, I've got six kids to feed, and you know, my partner's left me, and this and that and the other, and. My challenges are very, very real and very stark. I haven't got time for that stuff you're talking about. What would be your take upon that, Janice? Well, we agree to the lessons that we need to learn before we come incarnate in this body. So you're realizing exactly what you asked for to learn a lesson and probably in a hard way. So you learn it really, really well. (laughs) and and so it's pulling yourself out of a kind of victim mode for one thing and learning to love yourself and learning to connect with deep within to your divine authority within your higher wisdom your divine spark whatever the name is of your highest wisdom um and say, what is the lesson here for me? And how can I learn it? And then forgiving yourself, forgiveness. Um, Cause I tell you, once you learn those lessons and you break through that, just on the other side is just, it's everything you want. <laughs> it's the world opens up. And so and then so, you just and that's that's how I that's how I that's how one can f- fall into love into love with yourself into and then once you love yourself you're available to love others it's it's nothing's being done to you it's it's a lesson and it's your soul has committed to learning this and if not in this lifetime you'll be able to come back and learn it the next lifetime um for me it was stepping on my yoga mat the very first thing was stepping on my yoga mat which i didn't know it at the time but it became a spiritual path and which led me to ask those questions why am i here And then your path, you find what resonates with you. Your body knows what resonates with you. And usually if it resonates with you, you have a history with it. It's it's already embodied into your DNA blueprint. Um, And you follow what resonates with you. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and keep exploring. Is that what we call Janice being in flow? Yep. Yep. Because you know, there. Hopefully, everybody has experienced times when they're just in that universal flow. I mean that everything comes so easily. It's the maybe the hardest thing you've ever done, but yet the energy flows, and it's the most rewarding and easy thing to do. And there's many. Uh, 
it can be like watching my son play hockey when he's just in that flow and just it can be anything find what you love what did you used to love as a kid go find that again and that's probably one of the things you still should be doing <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i I, la I laugh at that janice because one of the things that um <laughs> i love passion was obsessed with was the love of a football club and modern day football for me now, I wouldn't give you a thank you for it. So it's interesting how that's changed because as a kid and uh, and even as a young man, boy, did that dominate my world. Whereas now it's, mm. I, you know, it's just not on my radar. So a little kind of wry smile when you said um, uh, what you said there. But I do take, I mean, what's interesting also about that um, is the love of animals and particularly dogs that I had as a young kid. And I lost that for many years. Boy, is that coming back now, that attraction, that connection to, to animals generally, but as I say, particularly dogs. And, you know, uh, I haven't got a dog at the moment, but I don't know. There's, that, there's something definitely, definitely re-emerging there. Yeah. Well, as, as an owner of an, a, a little new pug puppy... <laughs> Uh, I can relate to that. It's our attachment. It's our getting back to nature. Mm. It's, you know, reconnecting with nature, nature spirits, the plants, the animals, the trees. And uh, there's healing there as well. They give us so much love, unconditional love. And it's... It's wonderful. Absolutely. What about meditation? Is that one of the ways uh, where we can, you know, we can find this, we, we can be on that path? Is, is, yeah, meditation, we often hear that say, Janice, is that, uh, does that hold water? Oh, absolutely. I've had a daily practice for, oh, um, seven, eight years now. And it is, I, for me, it's, it's my discipline and devotion and I don't miss a day. It, it raises my frequency every day. It teaches me to listen to my inner self. It increases your intuition there's so many health benefits from meditation and it's easy to um, with YouTube and so many videos out there to find just a simple one to start and it doesn't have to be long or it doesn't, or it can just start by breathing and noticing your breath and riding the waves of your breath, just like a, like a wave in an ocean on your inhale, you see that crest coming up. And there's that slight pause before that wave breaks and falls before the exhale. And you just start noticing your breath. And it's a way, because our minds, as you said earlier, our minds are very powerful. But meditation is a way to 
use your mind as a tool for ascension, you know, to use a tool to ascend to the higher dimensions. It's training it. Your mind doesn't control you. Your higher wisdom controls your mind. Your mind is in service of your higher wisdom, not, a, not subject to it. Mm. Um, I, I love that. I love that. One of the things I wrote about previously, listeners, exactly what Janice is saying there. I asked the question, is your left finger you? No. Is your right finger you? No. Is your left knee you? No. Is your right elbow you? No. What about your mind? No. The commonality that all these parts of the body have is they are exactly that, a part of the body. I have a saying for, the, uh, for this, Janice, tail should not wag dog. Dog wags tail. And that's my metaphor for, you know, exactly what you've said. But isn't it true that we lose our way from, for most people, at the risk of generalising, an early age and we become part of this way of being a certain way of surviving if you will and we we lose we lose sight of the truth until we come back until we come back home until we're homeward bound so to speak and that's the simplest you know the way that i have come to understand it over the years that's very true i mean if you look at children say under the age of seven, under the age of six. And you can, you can ask them, you know, what was it like when you were big? They can tell you about their past lives. They have, they have an open, they haven't indoctrinated all of that we have in this 3D world yet. They're still connected to the threshold, the, the um, universal flow, the flow of love, the um, so it's quite fascinating to watch mm. my middle son when he came into the world oh he was not happy and it finally dawned on me a few several years ago that he had so many memories of what it was like um, not being embodied but being pure energy and pure love and when he was confined in this physical body, he was not happy <laughs> <laughs> until he could crawl at five months and three weeks. I mean, he was crawling by then. He was walking by nine months, running by 10 months, speaking in full senses by 18 months. Uh, the more yeah, movement, he just, he had so many memories of it and he was so connected with that world. Uh, it was very hard for him mm. in his first couple of years. We have those memories. We just need to reawaken to we are more. We are divine beings having a human experience. Yes, that's a very powerful note to start to, to bring things towards a close. Um, I want to ask you one big question to finish off with Janice as I always do with guests but before I do that um, I'd just like to invite you and share your contact details how people can reach out to you find out more about you etc etc what, what, what's the, the best way to get hold of you 
Um, uh, the best way to get a hold of me, I, people could email me or uh, visit my website. Uh, my website is goyogichef.com, G-O-Y-O-G-I-C-H-E-F.com. Uh, it needs a little updating, but it is there. And I've also, my email is my first name dot last name at gmail.com. So Janice, J-A-N-I-C-E dot Veach, V as in victory, E-E-C-H at gmail.com. And as ever, listeners, those details will be in the show notes. Thank you for sharing that, Janice. So the question, the big question as we as we come to a close now. So what I always say, Janice, on this part of the uh, proceedings is imagine we've just met in a hotel reception and we're about to get in a lift together up to the next floor. And that lift is going to be, I don't know, 30 seconds up to the next level. So I, I sort of say, Janice, it's been really great to meet you. Thank you for your time. Oh, by the way, before you go, Janice, because I'll never probably see you again. But just tell me this, if you will. If you had one piece of insight, advice, something to share, by the time we get to the next level in 30 seconds, what would be that wisdom, that word that you used at the top of this conversation, Janice, what would that be? What would your, be your legacy-leaving message to the world? I would invite you to set intentions every day and to bring your attention to those intentions. And one of the ones is I choose to invite love into all aspects and circumstances of my life. I am enjoying love in all circumstances and aspects of my life. I purposely bring that in. That's an intention I work every day. And there's an energy pattern. You find your energy pattern that that goes with and you work that energy pattern in your body. It's very healing. Mm. Love is the answer. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful place to close things. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. There we have it. Janice Beach from Colorado in the United States of America. And all that remains now on a loving note is to sign off by saying, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?